a 30 yard, 10 seconds off the clock. The extra point by Parity's good 21 to seven at halftime. After that, the third quarter was loaded with 27 straight points from the Eagles on an eight yard pass from uh, Cameron Brown again to Duke McClintock. Brown's third of the game, six plays, two minutes off the clock. The Ashton Paradise kick was good, 28 to seven. And not soon after with 5.08 left in the third, Northside struck again, this time on a three yard run by Micah Turner. Check that Michael, Michael Thurman, nine plays, 218. The Paradise kick was good, 35-7. Going in with 448 left in the third, a 39-yard fumble recovery from Northside John, John Tell Williams. Picked it up, scooped, and scored, 42-7. Obviously, the Paradise kick was good. And then right before the end of the third, with two minutes, 14 seconds to go, a three-yard run by sophomore quarterback Damian D. His first of the game, three plays a minute off the clock, the extra point no good. No score in the fourth. There you have it, a winner for Northside, 48-7. to Tim DeMooney with Dennis Clark here with the SportsMite Digital Network. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Our friends from Sports Mike there with your update from uh, Northside. And what a big win for Northside right out of the gate, fellas. Yeah, man. And they struggled a lot last year early. Um, they were really young. But uh, Coach Allegood and those guys have really got it together. And uh, they should be poised to have a really good year. They had a huge win tonight. So nothing like getting started off on the right foot. That's right. And our number, if you guys would like to get in on the action, by the way, you should probably give them the phone number, right? Yeah. 877-725-4746, the number to call if you'd like to get in on our show tonight. Here till midnight, 478 is not part of the number. It's 877-725-4746. Robin, Ben, let's get through some more of those scores over there. Yeah, we got uh, Woodstock, uh, Stockbridge, uh down to Blessed Trinity, 20-6 to six, uh, late in the fourth quarter on that. Westside making in the Bradwell Institute. Uh, Westside's up 15-3, to three, uh, starting the third quarter there. Um, Landmark Christian uh, down to Bremen, 7-6. to six. Pierce County falls to Brunswick, 20-13. to 13. Uh, Bryan County tops Butler, 30-12. to 12. Uh, Calhoun and Dalton playing tonight in a little northwest Georgia action. Uh, 28-21 in the third quarter in that one. Calhoun's on top of a higher classification rival there. Uh, Brookstone's up 42-10 against Calvary Christian late in the fourth quarter. Prince Avenue Christian um, down to Calvary Day 14-7. Camden County up on Columbia 31-0. New Manchester falls to Carrollton 49-13. Cartersville 55 Morrow 0. Um, Chattooga fought down to Adairsville 35 to 14. A Fellowship Christian up 24 to 14 in the fourth quarter against Christian Heritage. Uh, Northside Columbus up 35 to 7 uh, over Columbus. That's the last score reporting. Ware County, uh, the Gators down there in Waycross getting it done 52 to 7 over Cook County. A big, big win for them out of the gate. Cedartown in a tight one, 7 to 3 over Denmark. You don't see many of those scores, 7 to 3 anymore. It's, it's, it's no, 14 don't. to 21. You, you very <laughs> seldom see those, see a lower score like that. So uh, that's kind of refreshing to see that. Uh, Early County wins 40 to nothing over Seminole County. Ridgeland, uh, 13 nothing over East Forsyth. 
uh, last score reporting there. Uh, ECI, um, Twin City there, 28-21 to 21 over Savannah Christian uh, in the fourth was the last score reporting. That's going to be a, that's a tight game there. Those are two uh, single-A foes there getting it done. All right, and we've got more updates coming from around the state. We have all of our uh, field teams checking in for us, and uh, we'll have Roger Holmes calling in with us in just a little bit, hopefully, to talk about their upcoming game. And we also have our friends from Northwest Georgia uh, football podcast show there and our West Georgia football podcast show joining us here on the Rob Benning Show Radio Network coming up in just a few minutes. Again, we'll say thanks to all of our sponsors here. Take a quick break. We'll be back. And just a few, our friends joining us on Facebook. We appreciate you joining us there at Facebook Live and all across our uh, social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Wolf Country 97.5, 102.1, The Game, Waco 100, and other affiliates. We appreciate you being here on a Friday night football night. We'll be right back after this. Stick around. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You know, football is a game that's all about trust. And whether you're a East Lawrence Falcon, a West Lawrence Raider, Dublin Fighting Irish, or Trinity Crusader, it's about trust. And trust is banking. And a farmer state bank serving you, well, it's the same. It's about banking. It's about trust. It's not about the color of your jersey. It's about you. That's why, just like on Friday nights, with the teams in our community, we want to be a team partner to you. So when it comes to trust and your game is on the line, remember, trust is as easy as FSB. Member FDIC. This moment of relief brought to you by your local State Farm agent, who also brings relief with all your auto insurance needs. Call John Mark Butler at 478-275-1211 today for a free quote. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music.
you're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Yep, Tinder Mooney with Dennis Clark here at Wildcat Stadium in Richmond Hill, Bryan County, South Georgia. And disappointing loss for Northside here tonight with a final score of 52-12. And all defense early for the Wildcats from Richmond Hill on two quick scores, a fumble recovery and an interception right out of the block in the first quarter, 14 to nothing. And then Richmond Hill started with their ground attack with 946 in the first on one play, 34 yards, took all of 10 seconds to shot Robertson, one of his three touchdowns on the night the Williams keep good 21 to nothing they stayed that way till Robertson got loose again on a one-yard run at a 440 mark in the first extra point good 28 to nothing we stood that way till Britton Williams kicked a 43-yard field goal with a 504 mark right before half going up 31 to nothing started again on a seven-play drive 445 off the clock Another one-yard run by Roberson. The Williams kick good, 38 to nothing. And here comes Northside with 6:13 left in the third on a 26-yard pass from Elijah Robinson to Braden Smith. The extra point, no good, 38 to six. That was a five-play, a minute four off the clock, all of 80 yards, mostly on the in, during the air. And then Richmond Hill scored on a two-yard run from Kenyon Hunter with the 2:46 mark, five plays. 317 off the clock, all of 56 yards. The William Kicks was good, 45 to 6. And then Northside struck again. Cephas went up the middle on a four-yard run. The extra point conversion was no good. That was an eight-play, two-minute, 55-second drive, 60-yard drive to Northside. And right before the end of the game, Kenyon Hunter struck again on a 25-yard fumble recovery all the way to the end zone. Extra point good, 52-12. Cats here at Wildcat Stadium. There from South Georgia, we appreciate them bringing us an update from the other side of that Northside ball game tonight. Sounds like Northside just had their way, fellas. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds like they uh, they had they got off to a hot start and they never turned back. Yeah, they were primed up and ready to go. And hearing some more local action, uh, West Lawrence falls to Blackley, 21 to 14 in a tight ball game. Got some good updates and was able to listen to our friends on 92.7. There, Clay Reynolds bringing that one to us. Um, it was a tight ball game, I think, up until the end of late uh, mishap from. Uh, from West Lawrence on a, uh, a botch snap or something like that. Gave the ball up inside their own territory, and uh, Bleckley was able to kind of punch it in. But other than that, I think it was notched up for most of the game. Yeah, I listened to a lot of that game, and it was really close the whole time. But, you know, a, a situation like that where it's kind of like a special teams mishap, you see a lot of that early in the season with, you know, week two through, you know, week one, week two, week three. You're going to see some of those miscues. Some guys may not have done it before. You know, first uh, first couple weeks out trying to get settled in. Um, so you're going to have that kind of stuff. So, uh, But Blakely County coming back again, starting strong. You know, they finished a really strong season last year. They got beat out by Rabin County late in the playoffs, longest Blakely County's played in the playoffs in a long time, maybe ever. Um, you know, last year with their season they had, so they're off to another good start taking over uh, and beating West Lawrence, um, a higher classification rival. So uh, hats off to Blakely County coming to the shoe. Um, and taking care of West Lawrence, um, that was uh, that's a big win for Blackley County. 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly how you want to start the season off uh, if you're Blakely. And uh, either way, with it being such a tight game, it only is going to make West Lawrence better coming out of the gate facing that adversity early. Yeah, you want to, if you're going to make those mistakes and stuff, you'd rather do it when it's not region play, when it doesn't really matter. Uh, not that games don't matter, but early in the season, it's not a region game, so there's no playoff implications or anything tied to it. So, sure, West Lawrence and Coach McClain, they'll get that stuff cleaned up moving forward in the season for sure. And uh, we're going to run through some more scores here. Um, you have uh, uh, final early county takes over Seminole County 40-0. to zero. Uh, Ridgeland beats East Forsyth 13-0. to zero. Uh, West Hall and East Jackson still notched up. Score still reporting there. Uh, Kennesaw Mountain beats East Paulding 28-12. to 12. Uh, Savannah Christian falls to ECI tonight uh, 28-21. to 21. That is a final. Um, Evans beats Cross Creek 14-6. to 6. Uh, Forsyth Central thumps Northview 62 to 0. Uh, Franklin County beats Lumpkin County 20 to 0. Johns Creek over Gainesville tonight 26 to 10 um, in that one. Uh, down in some uh, other action here, we've got uh, Tiff County. Uh, last reported score late in the fourth quarter over West over 41 to nothing. Uh, Lanier County 39 to six over Trutland. And uh, Lanier County, you know, over the last couple years, um, it's really starting to kind of turn their program around. So uh, I know they're excited to get off to another start. I think they made their first playoff appearance last year uh, in a long time. So uh, that's exciting uh, for them getting their. Uh, looks like they're going to get their first win of their season. Uh, we've heard Northside final. Uh, Northside won Robbins over Veteran in a big win. Uh, Athens Christian 35 to 18 over Walker. Uh, Laney wins 26 to 20 over Washington Wilkes in a final. Uh, Westminster wins over Lovett 17 to 7. Uh, that's going to be a final score there. Uh, Winder Barrow 19 to 3 over Appalachie. And uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Sequoia 28 to nothing um, over Woodstock. That's going to be a final. One thing I thought that was a cool score, just a South Georgia battle, Thomasville up 35-21 uh, to 21 against Brooks County. Oh, that's a ball game right there, no doubt about it. All right, well, we're going to get to another break, guys. Say thanks to some of our sponsors, that number 877-725-4746. We'll check in on Greenbrier coming up after the break. we got a caller wanting to hear some reporting from Greenbrier, fellas. We'll be back in just a minute on your Rob Benajoe Show. Stick around. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Imagine a life-changing injury. Imagine the fear and unknown. The Houston Clinic Sports Medicine Team, the only physicians in the area with advanced certification in orthopedic sports medicine, treat sports injuries with innovative techniques. The Houston Clinic has helped nearly a million athletes live without pain. Imagine getting back in the game. Imagine the best game of your life. The Houston Clinic Sports Medicine Team. Hi, I'm Jeff Cannon, President of Citizens Bank of Lawrence County. When we began looking for a location for our second Dublin banking office, the historic Henry Building looked like the perfect spot. Because Dublin and Lawrence County is our focus. 
and making banking easier and more convenient for our customers is our goal. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. A local full service community bank offering quality banking services. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, now open in downtown Dublin. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. All right, guys, back on your Rob, Ben, and Joe show here. 1032 on your first high school football Friday night of the year. And uh, we got Coach Kagan McLean on the phone with us. West Lawrence, a hard-fought game tonight, Rob and Ben. Let's see what Coach has got to say for us. Coach, how you doing? I'm doing good, guys. How y'all? Doing good, Coach. And, Coach, I know uh, tonight probably wasn't how you wanted to finish out the game. Uh, it was a nice, uh, tight game as it started and probably not the way you wanted it to finish it. But it had to feel good to get back out there and, and start the season off here in late August. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to be playing. You know, it's not good to play as poorly as we did tonight. Um, you know, but, um, but uh, you know, with the situation of all things that are going on in the world, it, it, I'm glad we're having a season. I'm glad we're out there playing. Uh, but, you know, definitely didn't turn out the way we wanted. Uh, definitely didn't play the way we wanted to play. Yeah, Coach, and uh, uh, I know it was kind of a uh, probably first first game's always tough. Probably had some penalties, some other things, just trying to get back into the groove. But uh, there are a couple guys tonight that kind of stood out that, um, you know, came out in week one and that you're uh, kind of looking to do some big things this year. Uh, I thought, um, you know, a couple guys on defense. I thought Terrell Hall, defensive end, had, had a good game for us. I thought, uh, you know, linebacker Javon Ash played really well for us. Uh, Quentin Clark came in. Uh, we had an injury to Caden Snell, and Quentin Clark came in and did a really good job. Of course, Evan Guyton ran the ball hard for us all night. Um, you know, but but we just – we made too many mistakes. I mean, we uh, – you know, giving them a possession at the half-yard line and uh, multiple turnovers, uh, multiple, you know, short punts that let them start drives inside our 50. I mean, you know, we, we got we to gotta do better than that. And if we don't, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, that's extremely frustrating when it's like that. But that's a testament to your defense, Coach, if you're giving up some you know, tough field position like that and you're able to hold tough and tight in some of those situations. Um, you've got to be proud of your defense, at least on that front, even though the, the, rest of the, the rest of the game might not have been as clean. You do have to be, be a little optimistic about the defense if that's kind of how it shakes down. Those are some good, big stops to not give up more points than you did. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I thought our front played pretty well. Uh, you know, we, we got to get better in the secondary. You know, we gave up too many big plays there, just uh, letting them move the chains on, on, on you know, throwing the ball downfield. Uh, but, but I thought our front did good. I thought that, you know, we did make some stops, but but we didn't play particularly well. We, we got a long way to go to be where we want to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I know you guys uh, will get that sorted out over there. And, uh, Coach, who do you guys have coming up next week? Uh, we got veterans coming in here next week. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, we look forward to talking to you next week, Coach, and uh, and good luck with that, and we appreciate the call. All right, thank you, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thank yes, you, man. Sir, man. Coach Kagan McLean taking a tough one there. First game of the season, but uh, I'm sure those boys will bounce back next week. Oh, yeah, they will. The stuff that Coach was talking about there, I mean, he's got younger guys um, that are still trying to, to adapt to the varsity level, which is a much faster pace. And, and like Ben said, it's amazing that he only gave up, you know, basically one score. Um, we, you know, I mean, he lost 21 to 14, but it's amazing they only gave up one score over that with as many bad field positions they had. So, but Coach McClain, hats off to him. They've always had a great defense. He's a great defensive coach. So, I know those guys will get the special team stuff sorted out. Absolutely. Well, we'll take uh, – we'll get back to the phone lines here, 877-725-4746. And I uh, got Coach Chad Alleygood from Northside on the phone with us. Coach, how are you, yes, sir? Yes, sir. I'm feeling really good. I <laughs> <laughs> well, think you should, Coach. We've heard from both teams tonight as far as our Sports Mike friends and then our Southwest Georgia friends, and sounds like you got the tail of the tape tonight. We did. Uh, you know, we, we look like Northside tonight. It's been a long time coming, and, uh, you know, we just played really, really explosive on offense and smothering defense. It's, uh, it's what Northside football is supposed to look like. Yes, sir, Coach, and uh, it, it's awesome to see, you know, you were in, a, in a, almost a totally opposite point when we had this conversation about this time last year, and it's so cool to see how you've been able to get in there and really get these guys in the right direction. So who were a couple of guys tonight that really stepped up and got it done in week one for you? Centavius uh, Lowe, receiver number 13. He caught two touchdown passes and threw one. Uh, he's just uh, wow. you know explosive player. Uh, both quarterbacks, Cameron Brown and Damian D, both threw a touchdown pass and ran for one. They're just uh, – Explosive kids, and on defense, we just Jontel Williams, a DB, played really good. He had a scoop and score. We just had a lot of people could contribute to the win. And coach, when everybody's getting involved like that, that really makes it just for a fun, fun night of football. So tonight, you had a really good night. Who do you guys have coming up next week, coach? Oh, we got Peach County next week. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that'll be awesome. Yep, yep. We, we got them at home. You know, they're 12 miles from us, and uh, so it's always a great game when we play Peach. Absolutely, Coach Alligator. Well, we sure appreciate the call, and good luck next week. We look forward to talking to you. Thank y'all, man. Y'all have a great night. Yes, sir. Thank you too. Thank you so much. Peach County next week, fellas. Hey, he's, he's, he's juice, baby. He's <laughs> juice. Hey, they had some tough games last year, but you could tell he was really frustrated because he knew he was close, and um, so that's exciting that they really came out with a bang to start the season. It is, and you got to think, too. I mean, Peach County Northside next week, does it get week any two? better in middle Georgia or Georgia <laughs> wow, high school football? On. Does it get, you know, I, I mean, no, does it get it any doesn't. better than that? <laughs> no, no, it does not. <laughs> it does not. It does not. All right, so uh, we're going to try to get back to the phone lines. I love it. 877-725-4746, the number you can call and get in on the action here tonight. And uh, we're going to take that call now from, I think it's, is it Greenbrier? I think we got on the it phone It is here in Evans, Georgia. In Evans, Georgia. All right, caller. Hello. Hey, 
Hey, how are y'all doing? This is Easy E from Hotland, Georgia. I wanted to, uh, to get a little scouting report on the Greenbrier Wolf Pack. Now they're playing the Harlem Bulldogs next week, and with their new coach Tony Kramer, been there for a few years. He's got a little bit of a rage coach, but he's doing a great job over there. So let's hear y'all's opinion. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think Greenbrier's uh, poised to have another good year. They've made the playoffs the last three years, 2018, 19, and 20. Those guys over there in Evans, Georgia, really have it going. Uh, I think this coach will really just kind of build on that. And uh, he's got some good players coming back. I, I see them probably definitely get another state playoff. Yeah, there. and uh, I think they'll probably take care of Harlem pretty handily in their first in their first game. I think they'll sure. they'll travel travel a short ways across across town and take care of business against Harlem. So I'd see Greenbrier uh, having another big season. Awesome. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate the insight. Thanks for the call, evening. brother. All right, there you go. Love the love the call from Greenbrier. How about that, Evans, Georgia? Absolutely. He's did he say in the ATL? I don't think Evans is in the ATL. Is he's he's he, he, I think he was calling from Atlanta, but he's ah, from Greenbrier, I believe. I got you. Yes. I got you. He's a Greenbrier native. Oh, okay. I got you. I'm with you now. Either way, I, I, hey, some inside right there. Give it to me from Evans County, Robin Ben. I hear you. Absolutely. All right, we'll get back to our Southwest Georgia podcast, friends. They got some more updates for us coming up. Again, that phone number for uh, 877-725-4746. You can get on the Rob Ben and Joe Show. If you're listening in, you can find us on all of our affiliate stations from Sandersville to Americus, Georgia. But also just go to WRBJ, www.rbjshow.com, and you can find us streaming on Facebook Live and our uh, Network One Sports feed. Uh, right there as well so be sure and check us out wherever you are if you got a mobile phone in your hand you can get us you can call us and uh, that's what we want you to do stick around we got more stores coming up but we're going to check in again with our friends from southwest georgia podcast yeah big rivalry here tonight north side at veterans at freedom field already heard that one we'll talk to these guys Yep, Tim Mooney with Dennis Clark here at Wildcat Stadium in Richmond Hill, Bryan County, South Georgia. And disappointing loss for Northside here tonight with a final score, 52 to 12. And all defense early for the Wildcats from Richmond Hill on two quick scores, a fumble recovery and an interception right out of the block in the first quarter, 14 to nothing. All right, we'll get those guys back on with us too. I love it. Okay. Audio from everywhere, Robin Ben. South Georgia Podcast, guys, checking in. West Georgia Podcast, Northwest Georgia Podcast, and our friends from Sports Mike, of course, joining us as well. And the phone lines are always hot, 877-725-4746, if you want to give us a call there. Greg Elrod and crew uh, from uh, Sports Mike got updates coming for us in just a few minutes. But until then, we got about three minutes. Let's roll through some scores, Robin Ben. Yeah, you got uh, Cedartown over Denmark, 7-3. to three. Uh, Dodge County was up uh, pretty handily over Toombs County um, the last time we got a uh, check in there. I think they may have run into some lightning issues there, but they're up 25 nil. Uh, Dodge County handling business. Uh, Stone Mountain over Druid Hills 49 to zero. Decatur beats Dunwoody 48 to seven. Dutchtown up 14 to 10 against Lanier late in the fourth quarter. Um, Early County beats Seminole County 40 to zero. Scroll down here a little bit. Get some of these other ones. Colquitt County and Marietta. Uh, big slugger match there. 28-18 to 18 late in the fourth quarter. Colquitt County's up. 
Uh, Dooley County's up on Marion County, 10 to nothing. That score is still reporting. Uh, Mary Person beats Towers, 42 to zero. McIntosh County and Glen Academy in a South Georgia battle. Um, they tied 14 to 14 um, on that. So I guess this this early in the season, we're not doing overtimes. I guess if it's not a region game, <laughs> yeah. maybe not. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, they uh, they tied tonight. Uh, Metter <laughs> uh, looks to have another good year. Had a great year last year, 31 to 20 over Swainsboro. Uh, not a not a very far drive for either one of those guys. Milton uh, slaps Hateville Charter tonight, forty-five to zero. Sonoraville beats Model, twenty-one to zero. Mount Perrin Christian beats Lakeview Academy, forty-eight to thirteen. Mountain View takes care of Shiloh by one point, fourteen to thirteen. Mount Zion Carroll beats Central Talbotton, forty-eight to fourteen. Lovejoy takes care of Mundy's Mill, forty to zero. Norcross beats Hillgrove, forty-two to thirty. North Atlanta beats Wheeler, ten to seven. Uh, North Forsyth beats Alcovey, thirty-five to seven. Oconee County wins, thirty-five to twenty-eight over North Oconee in a nice county battle there. Yeah, and uh, picking up here, uh, Troop County wins 28-21 over Harris County. Uh, we heard from Northside, one of Robbins' coach, Chad Allegood, earlier, 48-7 win over Veterans. Big win for uh, Northside Eagles starting off the season there. Uh, Lanier County looks to have won. Um, last score reporting there was 39-6 late in the third quarter. Uh, let's see, Thomasville, 35-21 over Brooks County down there in the old in an old Region 1 battle, Brooks County single-A now, but I bet that was a uh, a quite Quite a, quite a slobber knocker down there in South Georgia. They they bring it a little different there. Uh, Bowden 34 to 14 over Temple. That's a final. Stevenson 17 to 6 over Lithonia. I tell you what, guys, football action all around the state tonight. I love it. We'll have more coaches calling in the back half. Don't forget, we got John Nelson coming up in the second hour of the show. You don't want to miss that. John will have all the hot games and hot action from around the state right here for you, as well as continued updates from our friends at Sports Mike and our other affiliates from across the state of Georgia. That number, 877-725-4746, if you'd like to get in on the action. It is 1045, so we will get to break. We will have uh, one minute here, fellas, and then our local affiliates will get two. We'll be back in three right here on your Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. I'm Jeff We began looking for a location for our second Dublin banking office. The historic Henry Building looked like the perfect spot because Dublin and Lawrence County is our focus and making banking easier and more convenient for our customers is our goal. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, member FDIC, and an equal housing a local full-service community bank offering quality banking services. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, now open in downtown Dublin.
Eyeballs Marketing and Signs. That's Eyeballs with a Z. I-B-A-L-Z is all about everything you need for printing services, marketing services, apparel services, signage, banners, wraps for your vehicles, design services, or a whole lot more. Whatever you need in your business to get your message out there, you can count on Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-Z dot com. Eyeballs Marketing and Signs at Warner Robbins. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Spotify playlist or Apple Music. All right, guys. Back here on your Rob Ben and Joe show. It is 10 to 11 o'clock and uh, high school football back in full swing here. And it's glad to have it. You know what I mean? Robin Ben East over there. How you doing, fella? Doing good, man. Glad to be back with us. And I think we've got uh we've got somebody on the phone here. We've got Coach Roger Holmes from the Dublin Fighting Irish out tonight. Uh, they were off this first week and be kicking it kicking it off next week. Coach Holmes, how you doing? I'm doing good, boys. On the back roads between uh, Eastman, Georgia, and Dublin. So hopefully we don't get cut off. <laughs> well, we'll try and navigate that. So how was that game tonight, Coach? Who'd you go over there and watch? Uh, we open up next week in the Shamrock Bowl with Dodge, and they were playing twos. And they got the opening kickoff and two plays in, and Lightning sent them on about a 50-minute rain delay. 
Uh, it's just now early in the third quarter, but Dodge County's up 31 to nothing. And I had seen so much, I'm a little bit uh, scared to death for next week. So I figured we better get out of there. I don't know if I'll bring our team out next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, I know you'll grab something from that trip over there and get your guys prepared up uh, for next week. And, Coach, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the bowl. I know a lot of people have been driving by, seeing oh, yeah. a lot of construction and the updates on Facebook Live with uh, with the new facility and the turf and everything. So give us a little bit of an update on that and how exciting that is for your club. Well, we're looking and we've been able to practice on it twice, guys. And, and I can tell you it's hot. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's, 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 it's beautiful. Uh, not only did we add the turf, they've done a lot with the uh, the brick wall and stuff that we've got around the facility is extremely nice. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to look different. There's no question about that. Yeah, Coach, and I tell you, it's got to be really cool from you coming here, uh, I guess, 20 years ago. It's kind of crazy. It's been that long. But uh, to see the evolution of the Shamrock Bowl and how you've consistently been able to see it build and make it better from the time you've got here to put your mark on it, that's got to be pretty neat. Well, I, you know, guys, truthfully, I don't take any credit for that. Uh, the Shamrock Bowl is an institution – in the city of Dublin, in the state of Georgia, it was built and paid for originally by personal money from individuals in Dublin, Georgia, in 1960 and 61. They went out, took personal notes, and their dream was to have the Shamrock Bowl be one of the nicest venues to watch high school football in in the state of Georgia. We did some remodeling in 06 when we uh, built the field house and Redid the press boxes and the visitors in field house was remodeled. And then now we've been able to take the next step here 15 years later and improve it with the turf and the, and the outer surroundings. We've got a new Jumbotron ordered. It's not going to make it in for our first game, but it'll be one of the full-size video boards. And, and that will help with the Friday night game night experience, we hope. Oh, yeah, absolutely it will. I know it'll be really nice. That'll be really exciting to celebrate 60 years of the Shamrock Bowl. Um, and that's exactly what it's been. It's a top, I'd say it's a top five place to catch a high school football game. And um, you, you just doesn't get any better than that atmosphere. And what the, you know, what it's, what it's been for us and for people before us, um, it's just one of the best places to play in, watch or coach a high school football game. And coach, give us a couple guys we can look for next week uh, out of the fighting Irish this year year uh, as you take the field against Dodge next Friday night? Well, I, you know, I hate to start out with running backs because we all know as coaches and former players that you're only as good as your offensive line. <laughs> but I guess the two kids that, that jump out at you in the beginning, they've got to be Quay Ashley and JT Wright. Both of those young men last year for the season averaged over nine yards per carry. They're veterans. They understand the offense. And so they've got to have great years and stay healthy for us to have a chance. But that, that really are the only two returning starters we have on offense. And, you know, I, I kind of liked it when I had Rob East there for three straight <laughs> years as a quarterback. 
uh, and we've had the same quarterback for the last two years in Markel Mitchell. So uh, we're Jaquarius Evans. Uh, Jaquarius that played for us was so dominant a player a couple years ago in the state championship run. His younger brother is our quarterback. We're looking for some exciting things from him. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. And uh, and I know that continuity when you're switching hands at quarterback and stuff, it could be definitely a change. But uh, we're really excited to see what you guys put out there uh, next week and see some of these other guys kind of carry the doubling torch and kind of make their mark on the program. And, Coach, we sure appreciate the call and uh, look forward to talking to you next week and uh, go get them Indians next week, Coach. Well, we better be rocked and loaded. And, I, you know, I want to congratulate Ray Harding, his first head coaching position at Dodge County. And a lot of people thought Dodge was going to be down, and I've got news for you. Dodge is Dodge. What you always <laughs> expect, they're very physical. They got kids that can run, and uh, they're playing great football. So we better be ready to play. And if we're not, it's not going to be a fun night in the Shamrock Bowl, man. <laughs> well, protect that turf, Coach. <laughs> Both ways around. We, uh, I got I faith in you. <laughs> Go Irish. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, yeah. Thank you, guys. See Appreciate you. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Coach Roger Holmes there with us on the uh, Rob Ben and Joe scoreboard just, show. Just a little play on words there. Just just, just, just a hair, you know. Yeah. I had to get yeah. a little play on words there, you know. <laughs> and, and Coach, Coach Holmes, though, he knows from – years of coaching against dodge county you can never ever ever underestimate those guys oh, yeah. um, i tell you and ben can vouch for this and anybody that's played dodge county we they were in our region when we were playing at dublin these guys always it's one of those teams that you play that it always seems like the licks are a little harder you know they're a little more scrappy than everybody else i had two teams on the schedule that we you knew when you circled that game that it was going to be a rough knockdown drag out, and yeah. they were going to give you everything they had, and that was Dodge County and Jefferson County. Big you time. know those those two games. If you didn't have your kitchen hot, <laughs> they coming for you. <laughs> they okay. coming in. And the Coach kitchen. Holmes knows that, and he'll have his guys ready next week to to christen the new turf in the Shamrock Bowl. So that will be an excellent Middle Georgia game if you're uh, you're available and close in this area to go catch for the. Dublin Fighting Irish taking uh, on the Dodge uh, County Indians next week in the Shamrock Bowl, newly and freshly renovated with the new uh, Shaw Industries turf. You will be uh, very excited and impressed to go watch that game for sure. Well, I tell you, I'm just impressed how much you know about the turf over there, Shaw Industries, Rob East. Stick around, guys. We got more to come. We got high school scores. John Nelson coming up for you after the uh, top of the hour. He'll be in the back half of the show, and he'll have all the scores and highlights from across the state with us until then we're going to take another quick break we'll be back here in just a couple of minutes affiliates uh, we're going to go ahead and take the break here and uh, we'll give you a minute on the backside. we'll take one you can have one we'll be at the top of the hour we'll be back on your rob ben and joe show stick around You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music.
We took in some nice trays today. This is the best pre-owned selection we've ever had. I think it's dark enough no one will catch me driving a Chevy trade home tonight. That's my daddy truck. Of course a stranger shows up when Tim's not home. Guys, it's me. You know I love my Fords, but sometimes I gotta remind our friends about our great selection of pre-owned vehicles. Next time, warn us. Others calling you customers? We call you friends. That's Swainsboro Ford Lincoln. This moment of relief brought to you by your local State Farm agent, who also brings relief with all your auto insurance needs. Call John Mark Butler at 478-275-1211 today for a free quote. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Yeah, big rivalry here tonight, Northside at Veterans at Freedom Field. Uh, you know, everybody knows everybody coming in is. Both teams needing to get out to a win. Northside was able to do that tonight, 48-7. to And it started with Northside's passing game, Centravius Lowe catching touchdown passes from Cameron Brown on 82-yard variety down the sideline at the 335 mark in the first. Two plays, a minute 12 off the clock. The Ashton Parody's kick was good, 7-0 north side. Going to the second, a nine-yard run by the fleet-footed Matthew Bruce at 547 left in the second. Nine plays, 338 off the clock. The Brandon Black kick was good, 7-7. And here comes north side with all kind of points unanswered. 23-yard pass from Centavious Lowe with the catch off from Cameron Brown. That was 247 left in the second at 10 plays, 56 yards, three minutes off the clock. The Paradise kick was good, 14-7 north side. And right before the halftime, a handoff to Lowe as Cameron Brown, the quarterback, slipped out on the right side and went out as receiver. 
a 30-yard strike on a one-play 30-yard, 10 seconds off the clock. The extra point by Parity's good, 21-7 at halftime. After that, the third quarter was loaded with 27 straight points from the Eagles on an eight-yard pass from uh, Cameron Brown again to Duke McClintock. Brown's third of the game, six plays, two minutes off the clock. The Ashton Parity's kick was good, 28-7. And not soon after, with 5.08 left in the third, Northside struck again, this time on a three-yard run by Micah Turner. Check that Michael, Michael Thurman, nine plays, 218. The Parodies kick was good, 35-7. Going in with 448 left in the third, a 39-yard fumble recovery from Northside John, Jontel Williams. Picked it up, scooped and scored, 42-7. Obviously, the Parodies kick was good. And then right before the end of the third, with two minutes, 14 seconds to go, a three-yard run by sophomore quarterback Damian D. His first of the game, three plays a minute off the clock, the extra point no good. No score in the fourth. There you have it, a winner for Northside, 48-7. to Tim DeMooney with Dennis Clark here with the SportsMite Digital Network. Thank you so much. <laughs> and you're right. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys, Sports Mike. And <laughs> Robin, Ben, and Joe here with you. It is the second hour of the High School Scoreboard Show, and uh, we'll say welcome in, everybody, again. Joining us on Facebook Live tonight and on all of our affiliate stations across the state of Georgia, we appreciate you listening in. Our new affiliate in Dublin, Georgia, 102.1, The Game. We appreciate your new stock and weather station joining us here, as well as uh, our friends at Wolf Country, 97.5 in Eastman, and our friends in uh, Waco, Waco 100, 99.9 FM, streaming online at waco100.com. So be sure and check those guys out. Robin, Ben East, how you doing over there? Doing good, man. And uh, just to give an update around here, around our area, West Lawrence Falls tonight, 21-14 uh, to 14 against Blackley County in a tough fault defensive battle. Uh, special teams kind of got the got the upper hand in that one where Blackley County was able to uh, to to kind of rally and win that one late in that game. Um, and Dublin was off this week. They will play Dodge County next week as uh, Dodge wins tonight. We just heard from Coach uh, Coach Roger Holmes from uh, Dublin. Uh, that is sure to be uh, a really really good matchup oh, yeah. next week here in the Shamrock Bowl. New turf, big fight going on there tonight uh, in Dodge County. Lightning delay, but it's going to be a big one next week, too, in the Shamrock Bowl. It sure will. And uh, in the Shamrock Bowl, Coach Holmes mentioned, you know, new turf, new everything. Just to give our listeners uh, an idea, the turf that Dublin's getting or they, they've gotten and that you'll be able to see is the same turf that Georgia Tech redid their field oh, with yeah. last year and the same turf the Cincinnati Bengals and other professional teams have got. So uh, definitely didn't cut any corners. And when you walk out there, you'll see those guys back in the 60s when they had the Shamrock Bowl idea for one of the greatest venues in high school football. They probably never envisioned it would get this far. But uh, I can tell you one thing. Uh, Dublin City Schools and Coach Holmes and everybody that's had a hand in that has made sure that that legacy has continued for the next 20 or 30 years. I can promise you that. That's right. I, I'm sure of that. So, guys, we got a couple of minutes here before we get into uh, uh, saying thanks to our sponsors. So, why don't we run through a couple of those scores real quick? Yeah, uh, just another score just in Northeast Macon tops Jones County 33 to 28. That's a big deal. Wow. Northeast wow. is a Northeast double A school. Northeast is a sleeper tackle. tonight. Yeah. They're going to be a sleeper yeah. this season. Big time upset there, 30 33 to 28 over Jones County. That uh, that's not one that I would have expected to see in Week no. One. So, uh, if you're a Northeast Raider, you're pretty excited tonight. 
Yes, sir. Trinity Christian wins 21-14 to over Edmund Burke uh, in Jed Marsh's first outing as Trinity's head coach. Uh, Callaway 24-21 to uh, over Opelika. State uh, champion uh, coming out with a win. Absolutely. Uh, final in overtime, Harrison over Alatoona 25-17. to uh, You know that was an exciting one going to OT in, oh, week, yeah. in week one. Uh, let's see. Banneker 56-12 to over Kip Atlanta Collegiate. Uh, uh, Berry in 34 to 6 over Long County. Westside making 33 to 10 over the Bradwell Institute. That's a final. Uh, Blessed Trinity wins 34 to 6 over Woodland Stockbridge. Uh, last, let's see. Bremen wins 14 to 12 over Landmark Christian. Uh, Brunswick wins 20 to 13 over Pierce County. Bryan County defeats Butler 38 to 12. Calhoun 42 to 35 over Dalton there in a rivalry batter up battle wow. up there in Northwest Georgia. Uh, Brookstone 70 to 24 over Calvary Christian 70. 70. Uh, save some for next week, wow. boys. Uh, <laughs> Run it. I mean, again, we are here again with basketball scores. Yeah. For the save, a, save a little bit of juice. Uh, Cartersville, the land of T-Law, 55 nothing over Morrow. That is a final. And uh, going back up to uh, a couple of cross-state lines, uh, Battle Callaway beats Opelika, Alabama, 24-21. to All right, and there you go. We'll be right back. Uh, we've got to say thanks to these wonderful sponsors that are here with us each and every week. So we're going to do that, and uh, then we'll be right back with some more scores. And don't forget John Nelson in the back half of the show. So stick around for what that and guy. more. What a guy. Right here on your Rob, Ben, and Joe show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Curtis Edwards here with me with Remax Realty Team of, uh, should I just say Dublin, Curtis, or should I say Warner Robins or Middle Georgia? Middle Georgia, Joe. So, Curtis, you guys are doing a lot with real estate, not only in Dublin, but in uh, all of Middle Georgia. Perry, Warner Robins, you got a new office coming up there in uh, Warner Robins as well, right? A lot of people don't realize we're selling a lot of real estate listing and selling properties over in the Warner Robins area. Uh, we have recently purchased an office at 1836 uh, Watson Boulevard, right across the street from Chick-fil-A, down the road from the medical center. We're excited about the build-out we're fixing to do, uh, getting ready to bring on some uh, experienced realtors in the Houston County area to kind of grow a little bit more in that area, if you will. Yes, sir. Curtis, right now uh, seems to be the time to buy and list. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, you're correct, Joe. I tell you what, it's unprecedented times right now. Interest rates are still low. There is, you know, very little inventory, that's right. And Curtis, when people want to find out how to get in touch with you or your agents, what's the best way for them to get you uh, on the line? They can just give us a call at 478-353-1234. Uh, that's our office line, or they can call me directly on sale. Uh, I am the broker, so my phone number is 478-278-9179. And they can kind of tell me a little bit about what they're looking for 
what to look and sell, and I'll go ahead and hook them up one of our team members to best suit their needs. All right, that's Curtis Edwards with Remax Realty. Is it Dream Team or should it just call it Remax Realty? I uh, would just call it Remax Realty Team, but we do make <laughs> dreams come true, Joe. That's right, Curtis Edwards there, the best in Middle Georgia. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, Joe. Have a good day. Find Curtis Edwards and his Remax Realty Team from Middle Georgia online at Remax.com or at the RBJShow.com. Just look for the Remax balloon. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. All right, back in the second hour of our Rob, Ben, and Joe show. It is 11.13 fresh on the clock. And guys, Rob and Ben, one of our fans, one of our favorites to talk to on a Friday night, Coach Lance Helton from Jeff Davis on the phone with us. Coach, how you doing? Man, if I was any better, they'd call me Robert Benny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Coach. 88 out the gate, 41 to nils. Pretty good. I don't know how – you're probably doing a little better than me today, brother. Tell us about it. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. Our, our, our guys battled through. Uh, we were down, you know, about 23 kids due to uh, quarantine this week, contact tracing at the school, things of that nature. And, you know, down multiple starters, six starters. And, and man, our kids just battled. You know, it was – Rob and Ben, you know how, how it works for us and, and our system. You know, we game plan on Sundays, install on Monday, start refining on Tuesday, and by Wednesday it's in. 
and we we had the game plan for Monday, Tuesday, and finally Wednesday to get the roster right. So, you know, there were some changes that were made. We had some guys step up, um, and I was really proud of our kids. Anytime you come out and score 40 running the ball and, and keep them out of the zone, man, it's, it's a good night. So I can't say enough about our coaches, our kids, and, and our community, you know. And, uh, man, starting out of this thing, 1-0, beats the alternative. Man, I tell you what, I mean, coming off a strong year last year and picking up right where you left off uh, with a bang, man, especially with all those guys down, that had to be – I'd be wanting to pull my hair out uh, Monday or Tuesday <laughs> if that was that was me, man. That just shows the uh, – just the continuity of the program that you've instilled down there and Jeff Davis for those backups and all to just be plugged in there and pick up to a 41-0 victory. Your defense played outstanding, uh, giving up no points. Do you have any standout guys tonight that really turned it up? And I, I did. We had a wide out that had to move in and play H-back because our, our, our running back room was decimated. His name was C.J. Parker. And C.J. went out through our scrimmage and through this first game, guys, has had five touchdowns called back. Oh, wow. So, wow. It's a, it was, you know, it's, he, he is a dynamic kid, and I'm really proud of, of who he is and what he stands for. Um, you know, had a, a senior quarterback, Tyson Alls, throw two on the boot tonight and, and took a midline to the house. He's quick as a hiccup proud of him. And, and any time you can move the ball, you know, I want to give those big guys some love, show my, show my Cadillac O-line a little love. And, um, you know, it was, it was a real fun night because our message all week has been this, man. All we got is all we need. And uh, to, to take that thought process in was, was a great thing. And uh, glad the Jackets came out on top. Oh, yeah, Coach. I mean, you definitely got everything you needed, and hopefully that'll continue. You get some guys back next week. And uh, who did the Jeff Davis Yellow Jackets have coming up next week, Coach? We got a longtime rival of ours, the Atkinson County Rebels. It'll be a good game. They're 1 0 on the night. Beat a region for Bacon County tonight to go 1 0. So we'll have our hands full. Hopefully, we can get some guys back get some conditioning. I noticed that our conditioning was a factor tonight. I feel like we're a little out of condition. Um, so we got to fix that, and um, I'm looking forward to it. That's exciting, Coach. Well, uh, hit us with that Jeff Davis tagline, baby, and y'all enjoy, the, y'all enjoy the rest of this win tonight. Listen, I want to say something really quick before I got off, man. All, all the folks who have been praying for our principal um, who has been battling COVID, man, we appreciate it. He, he got home yesterday, and the first place he came was uh, the finalist to, to, to see the Yellow Jackets practice. And it's, it's, it's good to have him back, man. I love him to death. And when you're wearing Navy, you're as good as gold, man. Go Jackets. <laughs> you got it, baby. Amen, Here you brother. Go. Thanks, Coach. They can't beat that right there out of the gate, 41 to nil. Uh, Jeff Davis on the road to Rutland tonight. Especially with, uh, like he was just talking about, with their principal situation, that's a great way for the football team to honor him and him getting back because COVID's just stretched to affect – it's affected players – uh, administrators, family members, it's still alive and well. And so hearing that story about that, uh, I know Lance probably has a very great relationship with his principal. Um, and so that's exciting that he's back uh, in action and recovering. Um, and he's probably going to be really excited about <laughs> what Jeff Davis is doing in the Pinelands down no, there this no year. No doubt. And I, you just love talking to coaches like, like, Coach, uh, like Coach Helton. He's just so involved. You can see and feel the emotion and stuff. Just really excited talking to him going to the next rest of the season absolutely i love it every time he calls in because he's always going to throw he's going to throw a bone at robin ben every time i love it 
<laughs> All right, stick around. We got John Nelson coming up in the back half of the show. More scores on the way, 877-725-4746. 877-725-4746 is the phone number to get in here on the Rob Ben and Joe Show. Stick around. You're listening to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You know, football is a game that's all about trust. And whether you're a East Lawrence Falcon, a West Lawrence Raider, Dublin Fighting Irish, or Trinity Crusader, it's about trust, and trust is banking. And a former state bank serving you, well, it's the same. It's about banking. It's about trust. It's not about the color of your jersey. It's about you. That's why, just like on Friday nights, with the teams in our community, we want to be a team partner to you. So when it comes to trust and your game is on the line, remember, trust is as easy as FSB. Hi, I'm Jeff Cameron, President of Citizens Bank of Orange County. When we began looking for a location for our second Dublin banking office, the historic Henry Building looked like the perfect spot because Dublin and Lawrence County is our focus and making banking easier and more convenient for our customers is our goal. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, member FDIC and an equal housing a local full-service community bank offering quality banking services. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, now open in downtown Dublin. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. show download the show today on your spotify playlist or apple music all right well there you go guys uh, we are almost through an hour and a half the first football friday night here on the rob ben and joe high school scoreboard show I want to say a quick thanks to our uh, radio affiliate stations all across the state here joining us we appreciate you guys our newest member 102.1 fm your news weather sports talk station here in Dublin, we appreciate you. Our friends at Sports Mike and our friends at NetworkWinsports.com. Not to mention Sandersville, Georgia, Waco 100, 99.9 FM, 106.9 in Americus, Georgia, 97.7 in Ty Ty, 102.3 Jacksonville, Fitzgerald, and Osceola. 
99.9 FM in Douglas, Waycross, Georgia, 97.1, and Eastman, of course, Wolf Country, 97.5, and Dublin, we mentioned, 102.1. Robin Ben East over there, Joe Powers here. And uh, what you got, Robin uh, Ben? Well, I kind of want to talk about some of the games tomorrow. They've kind of stretched it out Thursday, Friday to Saturday. Before we do that, uh, I'd just like to thank, you know, some more of our sponsors, Farmer State Bank, uh, Citizens Bank of, uh, of Lawrence County, Bubba's Tire Center, uh, Oconee EMC, John Mark Butler, uh, and the State Farm Group here in town, uh, Remax Realty of Dublin, uh, and Curtis Edwards, uh, Dublin Ford Lincoln, and Swainsboro Ford Lincoln. Uh, Tim Redding and those guys uh, getting it done. We Great appreciate job. their support. Great job there. Dublin and Swainsboro, yeah. um, uh, the Houston Clinic, uh, Bass Physical Therapy, and uh, AutoZone there, as well as Travis Carpet Cleaning, uh, Roach Farm and Garden, and our friends uh, Brad Meeks and all with Brian Subs. We really appreciate those guys hopping on and supporting oh, yeah. some uh, local high school sports. So appreciate all you do for the community and i know all these guys along with supporting our show they're supporting the high schools and these players uh in this community so we really appreciate what they do for high school football here in lawrence county oh yeah if you see these guys we're calling out and i can guarantee you these guys are not only supporting our show they're giving money if you have kids in any of the local programs around this area they're definitely giving to give exposure to the your program and your kids and so if you see these guys uh you know tell them thank you and stuff and we greatly appreciate everything they do in the area and the businesses they provide and the services and especially supporting local communities and sports that we can provide uh, products and services kind of like we do here on this show. It's a, it's a great thing to be uh, to be a part of this area. That's right. And I, I want to give a special shout out to our friends there at AutoZone for jumping on this year because that's not just AutoZone here in Dublin, guys. That's AutoZone all across uh, middle Georgia and the region here. So, you know, you can go into any AutoZone. And uh, you know those guys support your high school sports and the Robin and Joe show. Yeah, it's a great deal. I mean, AutoZone values the the athletes and stuff. If you turn on to any collegiate sport game, your Georgia game, your Georgia Tech game, uh, they they greatly value the student athlete and uh, to have them come on to this show and kind of uh, help put on this to expose some of the student athletes. It's really great to have those guys jump on board. Absolutely. And uh, some of the games you'll be looking at tomorrow on Saturday, uh, Macon County plays Clinch County. Uh, Southwest DeKalb will play Stockbridge. Uh, Brookwood will play Collins Hill. Uh, East Lawrence coach Ben Turner uh, and that staff over there uh, on the east side will play Twiggs County to open up. So you know they're looking for their first big win. And East Lawrence, uh, talking to um, a couple people over there that uh, that are connected to the program. East Lawrence has got a really great outlook on their season this year. They've been able to hire a full staff of coaches on each side of the football, so they're able to really kind of fine-tune some things. So excited to see what East Lawrence is going to put out there on the field this year. I know they're excited, and I've heard good things about their strength and conditioning program in the offseason. So I know they got to be excited over there to get their first game going. And, and Twigs County has to be excited to even be playing a football game. I Absolutely. Think been out for two years they have yep. not played in two seasons they have not played a game so that'll be a big step for twigs county to get back out on the field for the first time in a long find time that, for their find kids. the old english and polish up the helmets <laughs> to get the dirt off of the get the old dust off of there <laughs> get, get the shine, well, get the shine back uh, polish it up. and uh, a couple games couple more we'll see tomorrow lee county 
uh, that powerhouse wow. down there um, in South Georgia. I wondered oh, why we hadn't heard from oh, them Oh, Uncle Jimmy, he'll, yeah. he'll give us a recap next week. Uh, they'll play Carver-Columbus tomorrow night, uh, 7.30. Lowndes County will play Walton. Kell will play McEachern. Mill Creek and Parkview will play Sandy Creek and Northgate. Stars Mill and Noonan will battle. Wayne County Yellow Jackets will play Statesboro. Valdosta and the Warner Robins Demons will play. That is that is a big that's big a marquee matchup. Right I'd be surprised if John Nelson and them don't try to get a little double action uh, with oh, a yeah. piece of that. I want to ask him about that when he comes on here in a few minutes. Uh, and then East Coweta will play Whitewater. So good slate tomorrow for high school football here before college football kicks off no, on Saturday. No doubt. And taking advantage of not no college games on this Saturday and the high school started on yesterday with it being Thursday, Friday, Saturday to kind of kick off their season, kind of like the collegiate uh, field does with theirs. They'll start beginning next week, and it's really cool to see. And I tell you, if I, if I didn't have a really good friend weighing um, this weekend, I would probably be going to the <laughs> Valdosta one Robins game. But uh, I will not be able to go. So. I hear you. But speaking of our friends in the Valdosta game, let's go ahead and rejoin our friends from Sports Mike. Yeah, big rivalry here tonight, Northside at Veterans at Freedom Field. Uh, you know, everybody knows everybody coming in is. Both teams needed to get to a win. Northside was able to do that tonight, 48-7. to And it started with Northside's passing game, Centravius Lowe catching touchdown passes from Cameron Brown on 82-yard variety down the sideline at the 335 mark in the first. Two plays, a minute 12 off the clock. The Ashton Parody's kick was good, 7-0 Northside. Going to the second, a nine-yard run by the fleet-footed Matthew Bruce at 547 left in the second. Nine plays, 338 off the clock. The Brandon Black kick was good, 7-7. And here comes Northside with all kind of points unanswered. 23-yard pass from Centavious Lowe with the catch off from Cameron Brown. That was 247 left in the second at 10 plays, 56 yards, three minutes off the clock. The Parodies kick was good. 14 to 7 north side and right before the halftime a handoff to low as cameron brown the quarterback slipped out on the right side and went out as receiver a 30 yard strike on a one play 30 yard 10 seconds off the clock the extra point by parody's good 21 to 7 at halftime after that the third quarter was loaded with 27 straight points from the eagles on an eight yard pass from uh Cameron Brown again to Duke McClintock. Brown's third of the game, six plays, two minutes off the clock. The Ashton Paradise kick was good, 28-7. And not soon after, with 5.08 left in the third, Northside struck again, this time on a three-yard run by Micah Turner. Check that, Michael, Michael Thurman, nine plays, 2.18. The Paradise kick was good, 35-7. Going in with 4.48 left in the third, a 39-yard fumble recovery from Northside. John, John Tell Williams picked it up, scooped, and scored, 42-7. Obviously, the Paradise kick was good. And then right before the end of the third, with two minutes, 14 seconds to go, a three-yard run by sophomore quarterback Damian D. His first of the game, three plays a minute off the clock, the extra point no good. No score in the fourth. There you have it, a winner for Northside, 48-7. to Tim DeMooney with Dennis Clark here with the SportsMite Digital Network. Thank you so much. <laughs> Love those guys there in the sports mic. We'll be right back with John Nelson after this break. Stick around.
You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. The Houston Clinic Sports Medicine Team, the only physicians in the area with advanced certification in orthopedic sports medicine, treat sports injuries with innovative techniques. The Houston Clinic has helped nearly a million athletes live without pain. Imagine getting back in the game. Imagine the best game of your life. The Houston Clinic Sports Medicine Team. We took in some nice trades today. This is the best pre-owned selection we've ever had. I think it's dark enough. No one will catch me driving a Chevy home tonight. That's my daddy's truck. Of course a stranger shows up when Tim's not home. <laughs> Guys, it's me. You know I love my Fords, but sometimes I gotta remind our friends about our great selection of pre-owned vehicles. Next time, Warner. Others call you customers, we call you friends. That's Dublin Ford Lincoln. Middle Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports. The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show will be right back. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. to the Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Ben and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. 
All right, back in hour two. Only 30 minutes to go, actually 27 to go. Robin, Ben East over there, Joe Powers here, and on the phone with us tonight, guys, it is the man, the myth, the legend himself. It's John Nelson. John, how you doing, buddy? Traveling south on... What freeway is this? Is 85 South heading back to Atlanta after catching uh, Rabin County in Jefferson at Memorial Stadium. Game delayed by 90 minutes with 53 seconds to go in the first quarter. And it, yeah, lightning. So, yeah, lightning in the area. And so, you know, when you get to like 26, 27 minutes on the clock for that mandatory 30 minute hold. Yep. You know that that lightning strike is going to show up again. It did twice. <laughs> twice. It always so, does. Yeah, 90 minute delay. I mean, it was a great first quarter and they were moving along. It was like a 25 minute first quarter. Uh, you had the Rabin County offense when they get in rhythm. I mean, it's very, very pretty to watch. They went down the field, scored 7 nothing, And then uh, you had Jefferson come back with a 79-yard touchdown run, 7-7. We're at 53 seconds to go with the first. And then over the PA. We've been told that there's lightning in the area, so you don't have to seek shelter right now. It's a couple of miles away, but it is heading this way from the north. So you can stay where you are right now. Maybe it'll move. We'll let you know. And then it didn't. It came right for him. <laughs> Please seek shelter. We're on the 30-minute hold, and we'll keep you posted. You can go to your cars, keep your tickets handy, and uh, we'll let you know. And then 9.30 was when we started the second quarter, and it was a great second quarter. It was over in 25 minutes. They weren't messing around. Had a full halftime, and then uh, – you know, it was two second quarter scores that included a fake two point, made a 22 7 at the break, and then it was a 22 13 final. And really, uh, too many mistakes, too many penalties that I'm sure Jay Boshaw talked to his guys about, and then not taking advantage of two turnovers in the, the second half. And so it was a frustrating night if you're a Raven County fan. Uh, it's great to see Gunnar Stockton in person. But uh, Jefferson, what uh, Gene Cathcart and his staff really did, they took the air out of every possible tire in any possible car that they could find in the Jefferson area. (laughs) Tipped them over sideways, lined them up, and just knocked it over. They took the air out of the bowl all night long with the running game, and I think also in the second half, uh, just you saw the fatigue in the Raven County defense. So a couple of factors, but I firmly anticipate that Raven will learn from this. Uh, they've got a national TV game coming up, I think, next weekend against Pace Academy. Wow. And, uh, you know, that's what ESPN wants to do. They'll sit there and they'll focus on the, the top prospects. And uh, so that you can go from there and see what uh, Jefferson does. They'll be on the road next week. But uh, Raven County will have a chance to rebound next week on the road as well. Oh, yeah. And you talk about top prospects and everything. And obviously, you got a Georgia commit and Gunnar Stockton in this game tonight. And so, uh, how did he look um, as far as from top to bottom in this game, or did they do a pretty good job of kind of stifling the whole offense for Raven County? Now, they, they did. They, the, I give the Jefferson defense a lot of credit. They kept contained, so they really didn't let Gunnar get outside the pocket a whole lot. And they also stayed at home because what you've seen in the last couple of years in the uh, the uh, RPO that Jay Boshaw runs at Raven County is that you'll see – Gunner Stockton tuck and go, you know, he'll go 34 wham, he'll go 33 wham, and he'll he'll tuck it and go. And uh, they prevented that a lot this in this game. And short of the one 
really acrobatic pitch and catch that happened. Uh, I want to say it was in the fourth quarter uh, before the last uh, turnover on downs for Rabin County with about four minutes to go. Really, he was held in check for most of the game. And so I give Jefferson's game plan and their defensive coaches a lot of credit for stifling Gunnar Stockton in that offense time. Oh yeah, and uh, and that's uh, anytime you can able you know to slow down a guy that's going to a school like Georgia and stuff. You know you really got to tip your hats off to the defense and stuff. And so, John, what were a couple other games tonight that you had your eye on, or even tomorrow? You know this kind of first weekend that kicks off. It's almost like the college stuff. You know they have a Thursday, Friday, <laughs> yeah. Saturday night. It's, it's a like whole a, week. It's a whole week of kickoff. <laughs> so, is there any games tonight that you had your eye on that kind of surprised you or kind of gave you what you thought, or is there something? That this weekend on uh, tomorrow that, that you're really looking forward to seeing play out? I'm just going to say what I always say, considering I love all of my children equally here in the state of Georgia. <laughs> it's choice D, all of the above. Yeah. And, and I think the fact that we actually are talking about football and we're talking about games and we haven't pushed a schedule back two weeks and we're, we're talking about great matchups and great non-region matchups. And then, you know, the crowd tonight in Jefferson at Memorial Stadium was fantastic. Even after the, the weather delay, you had a lot of them come back and stay. It was a packed house there. You know, you had down in South Georgia, you had Thomasville uh, knocking off Brooks County. But once again, I anticipate both of those teams being there in the, the discussion late in the year. You have uh, the game going on right now that probably will end tomorrow with Buford and North Cobb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that game's going on. You've got Hoover being a part of the you know, games here in the state of Georgia tomorrow that, that are a part of it. You've got uh, Colquitt, who goes up to Marietta. It was down early. It took them a while to get to, to full song, and they held on in their win over Marietta tonight up at Northcutt. So, you know, you look at uh, Alatuna losing in overtime tonight. And, you know, for me, that was just a couple of them, but really in the overarching picture of things, I'm just glad we're talking about games here in mid to late August. And it's all the, the non-region stuff and the fun matchups that you get this time of year. Oh, yeah. And that's what we were talking about earlier. I, just so much pent-up demand. I was like, my internal clock is just on time right now because <laughs> August, you know, is like you, you you get that you get that feeling. You know, high school football is kicking off the third week of August, and then you and it's next. a full moon tonight too, which wow. really adds to it. I know you just you, everything is falling in place, John. You got college football that's going to start, you know, coming up next weekend. You I, I don't know what you're talking up. about with those games on Saturday. <laughs> I, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea about those games. Oh, well, let me ask God. you this, John. We were talking about it early on tonight, guys. Uh, Southeast with a big win win tonight northeast yep. northeast, northeast making over northeast jones making. county thank you big upset wow. 33 to 28 john uh northeast making uh defeats jones county uh in an opener that's a big upset for the northeast raiders to start off the season over jones county yeah northeast has been ranked top 10 in some polls and they've been a part of the discussion in the composite at gpb and Jones County, for me, has been a part of the discussion in the top tens. And, you know, when you have a quarterback who is learning the system for Mike Chastain over there in gray at, at Jones County, you know, it's going to take a little while. And, yes, I know that spring can do some things for you, and you can understand, all right, so here's your growth curve. There's nothing like game state to get you even sharper in that regard. And so, uh, you know, once again, and this is the, the message that – I always talk about across the board when it comes to season one, as I call it. 
teams like to challenge themselves. And because of the way that regions are, you might be in a region that's a mini region and it turns into one of those four or five game sprints or in region 178, it's a three game sprint. And you might have to schedule a boatload of non-region games. And because of that, you'll end up with, you know, a team that could have a goofy looking record going into the postseason if they take care of their business in region play. And so the one thing that I always say, and it doesn't matter where I'm, where I'm saying it, but this always to me holds true this time of year. Don't necessarily be concerned if the number to the left of the dash is lower than the number on the right of the dash when you're heading into region play and heading into the playoffs. Because region play is where you make your hay. And if you're five and five, like Bainbridge was a couple of years ago, if you're six and four, you know, if you're uh, like the year that Thomas County Central had a big run and they were hanging right around at 500, you know, Irwin County made a run to the semifinals under Ross New and they were right at 500 going in. They came in at like eight and five or something. So if you're five and five, six and four, seven and three going into the postseason, that's cool because of the way things are structured right now. It's just how you make your hay in your region just to get that one and two seed and stay home and make one of those runs that you get into game 11 and beyond. Exactly. And this is how you find out, really, you start, you use these first three or four games if you were going to try a kid somewhere else or kind of see how this worked out. This is your time to kind of fine-tune it before you get to region play and kind of keep your blinders on on the end goal, which is to dominate your region and win your region and get that going. And, uh, John, I was just going to see what you thought about um, tomorrow with the matchup of Adasta and one of Robbins uh, on Saturday. Uh, that should be a really good one. Yeah, and I think that when you're following Valdosta, Valdosta internally has something to prove to themselves, to the rest of the state. And remember, if you know you have no postseason, then you've got to make sure that you make your statement in non-region play and in region play just to make sure that everybody remembers who you are. I mean, I had in my top tens as a part of our composite, I had them, I think, third in the state and obviously with Shelton Felton now in charge you had the stability there in the spring there's going to be a chip on their shoulder all season long and it's going to be one of the 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 underlying stories of this entire year no postseason for Valdosta what do they do Warner Robbins what do they do to get back to the last game of the year and continue to try to add to their pedigree under Marquise Westbrook you know we've seen what they've been capable of and what do you do for an encore with one of the best talents in the state of Georgia? Vic Burley is here on the defensive line. That, I did not send that email. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Absolutely. And uh, another note where the game here around us, uh, Northside really took care of business tonight they uh, did. over Saw veterans, that. man. Chad Alligood, we were able to speak with him earlier. He's really excited about the season this year. I know he had a kind of up and down last year, but it looks like Northside's priming up for a good season as they uh, take on Peach County, he said, next week. So that will be, that'll be a really good game yeah and you get that central georgia round robin too that i think is always fun and a part of the non-region schedule where they they know the the dynamic and you end up with fort valley playing warner robins fort valley playing north side and you know you've got perry as a part of that discussion all the houston county teams playing that little round robin against one another in their entirety or just a couple of them just to kind of get warm yep. and you know I, I caught up with chad uh, two weeks ago 
and got to see how things were. And I think he blamed me for the, the thunder and lightning and rain. That he had practice because he had to do it in the gym. And he absolutely blamed me for it, which he should. You know, hey, I'm the, I'm the guy that doesn't live there. I bring the funky weather. And so right on. Just, you know, and so it was good to catch up with Chad. Good to see things you know, that are progressing under him with another year under his belt starting as head coach there at Northside. And obviously the big win tonight, too. It's a, a big part of it down there in Central Georgia with the round robin non-region. All right, uh, well, I'll tell you what, John Nelson, you just said it all, man. But in, a, in another 20 seconds, tell everybody where they can find all that good GPB action. GPB.org slash sports, also on all of our social media channels and the GPB Sports app. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, GPB Sports for all the stuff, GPB.org as well. And on your favorite podcatchers, Bookham Dano, aloha. <laughs> uh, the best of the biz right oh, there, John Nelson. You, Thank you, brother. Anytime, guys. We'll catch up with you next week. See all you, right. Dude. We'll be right back with more after this. Coach Vaughn Lassiter coming up after the break. It's all You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. The Houston Clinic Sports Medicine Team, the only physicians in the area with advanced certification in orthopedic sports medicine, treat sports injuries with innovative techniques. The Houston Clinic has helped nearly a million athletes live without pain. Imagine getting back in the game. Imagine the best game of your life. The Houston Clinic Sports Medicine Team. moment of relief brought to you by your local state farm agent who also brings relief with all your auto insurance needs call john mark butler at 478-275-1211 today for a free quote middle georgia's number one choice for community and collegiate sports the rob ben and joe show will be right back You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist 
or Apple Music. All right, back on your Rob, Ben, and Joe High School Scoreboard Show here. Got about 10 minutes left, Rob and Ben, and so glad we're going to get to hear from Coach Von Laster. Going to be calling in any minute here to catch up with us. A big win for them tonight. Uh, were they in Blakely County or were they yeah, in they were West here, Lawrence? They were here at West Lawrence, yep, in the at shoe. the shoe tonight, I hear so you. So going on the road, getting their first one of the year. Uh, you know Coach Laster is going to be really excited about that, um, kicking their season off strong. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You can go ahead and uh, just mark it up because we got Coach on the phone with us here right now. Coach, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We are doing good. Coach, you guys probably pretty fired up in Blakely County tonight. Oh, yeah. It's always good to win against a, uh, a close a team that's close to you, uh, a rivalry team, and then a, a, a team that uh, is coached by some of your best friends and uh, guys that, that do a great job and coach your guys up really well. And just a, just a well-coached football team tonight. I'm just so thankful to be able to win. Oh, yeah, Coach. In a, in a tight fault battle, you guys were able to pull ahead and, and really make some plays when it mattered. And who were a couple of guys tonight that, uh, that stood out for you with some good performances to help bring the Royals over the top? Yeah, you know, well, our, our, our defense just all together played really well. Uh, it's just too many of those guys to name, but up front, the Scooter, Scooter Slappy and uh, Nehemiah Mike, those guys played well. Tyler Wilcox just – just our whole defense played really, really well tonight and made plays when we needed to and got off the field and you know, gave us opportunities to, to play great on offense and really didn't get it done, but, you know, played well enough to win the game. That's exciting, Coach, especially going up against a bigger classification and opponent that even though it's kind of a, a border a border matchup, still in classification, being able to step up and go on the road. Winning week one uh, in a tight game, that's good. That builds adversity for the rest of the year. Um, so what's your season outlook looking like? Uh, who you got next week, and uh, what are you kind of looking at uh, for the Royals this season? Well, next week we play Wilcox, and they're a really, really good football team. We got to see them last Saturday night play. Uh, they're athletic with a quarterback that's all over the field, and it's going to be a big challenge for us. Last year, we, you know, were feeling pretty good about ourselves after winning against West Lawrence in the game one, and then we let them beat us. And uh, so, hopefully, going to remember that and build off of that, and and uh, try to be better this time. Absolutely, Coach. Well, uh, hopefully, you guys will uh, will have a, a remedy for that this year, and we trust that you guys will. And we uh, sure appreciate the call, and good luck next week. Look forward to talking to you, Coach. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Coach Vaughn Lassiter there. We appreciate him joining us on the Rob, Ben, and Joe show. And I tell you what, I – I really like Coach Laster giving us a call. That was big, big ball game, game one. Absolutely. Being able to get that done um, in week one. We heard from, heard from Coach McLean earlier, the other side of the the other yeah. side of the coin, being able to hear both coaches' perspective. And you heard him even, too. His, he wasn't really pleased with his offense, but they were able to, to squeak it out when they were able to. And uh, just hearing both perspectives of it, coaches like we were talking about with John, week one is you're working these things out. And you heard he's got a chip on his shoulder going to see Coach Stowe next week uh, with Will. Wilcox. Uh, they were able to win last year and go down there. Single-A Wilcox County Patriots, they don't play. That, they, nah. They're, they're, they're going to be a tough matchup. He knows that, um, and he's looking forward to the challenge to uh, get them back. Yeah, and, and absolutely. <laughs> I mean, next week you're going to see a lot of teams. Well, I mean, everybody should be back in the fold on a Friday night. Right. Everything should be jam-packed, you know, like you normally would see in a high school football season. But I've told a lot of people there's there's two teams this year, especially in our area, that I 
think do not get talked about enough and that are probably going to be really, really big standouts. And that's Wilcox County and Johnson County this year. They've got a lot. I'm, I'm talking about a ton of oh, returning yeah. players. Um, Coach Stowe's son plays quarterback there. He's going to be a junior this year after a year of experience. Um, he's got a lot of skill. And Johnson County returns, I believe, all of their running backs, including yes, Jermivy. they have a stable a, Including Jermivy Tucker, who was over a 1,000-yard rusher last year, I believe. Tim I mean, Redding might need to go to Johnson County. <laughs> yeah. Recruit some new inventory. I'm yeah. you, I mean, There's going to be a got, lot of trucks out there. Pl- they got plenty of good-looking, shiny units over there. <laughs> I'm telling you. So those two teams right there are looking really forward to seeing what they're going to do this year as they kick it off next week for their uh, for their regular season play. So just very exciting to get all this stuff going. And looking forward to hearing from Coach Stowe next week. Hopefully both of them will oh, recap yeah. it next week. Coach Stowe uh, is always good about calling in to us um, and uh, letting us know how the Wilcox County Patriots are doing so that'll be an exciting matchup next week as Dublin gets going East Lawrence kicks off tomorrow uh, everybody's really getting this train rolling either tomorrow or next Friday uh, we'll really have a full slate of everybody calling in and getting it all getting it all rolling and like you said you're going to see some of these scores and then in week five or six you're like Oh, man, I thought so-and-so got blown out in week one. Well, that was week one. <laughs> that was this week is, one. This will be week five. It, That's it right. changes so much. Kids settle down. Kids get into a role. A sophomore's playing. A junior's playing. He's like, oh, this isn't really that scary. This is just like practice, and I'm able to get in there and do what he needs to do, and he really starts coming into his own halfway through the season. And, I mean, honestly, what coaches are happy in week one? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, If you so, are, you got problems. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. There's so many issues to correct and so many things you got to, you know, clean up and and there's the biggest improvement coach Holmes always used to tell us you know your team's going to be better and because you make the biggest improvement a team can make between week one and week two there you go that's the biggest change of pace and so I think you'll see that out of teams like West Lawrence and a couple of teams that got out on the other side of the coin didn't start quite how they wanted to but these coaches will get that stuff corrected. The players will get that stuff corrected. And, and you'll see a lot of those kind of minor mental mistakes and stuff. You're like, eh, what, what in the world's going on there? That stuff will not happen here in the next few that weeks. Is right. clean what, that that's what they like to call practice fuel. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. I, I, I'm not going to say this was practice fuel for us, but we you know, we kept it out of the ditches tonight. I'm feeling good about it. <laughs> Tried to keep it between the lines. That's right. And uh, with that, steering wheel holders. There you go. We say thanks to all of our sponsors. Steering wheel holders. We'll say thanks to all of our sponsors that were out here uh, tonight with us. And just a big thanks. You guys uh, don't say it enough, but I will. We give a big thanks to Bubba's Tire for uh, being on the show with us here each and every week a big solid sponsor there roach farming garden brian subs of Koenig emc our friends at bass rehab and a big thanks i want to give out there to again our friends at AutoZone. no matter where you are if you're in the listening area from sandersville to america's georgia and you uh, run across the auto zone go in there and say uh, thanks guys for supporting the robin and joe show we appreciate them absolutely yeah other sponsors we'll say thanks to of course as well john mark butler and uh, his insurance agency there. We appreciate them. Farmer State Bank and Trust. Our REMAX Realty Team, Curtis Edwards. Guys, he's the best in Middle Georgia. If you need a house sold or listed, call the REMAX Realty Team, Curtis Edwards, and get it done for you, okay? Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, the Houston Clinic, and our friend Tim Redding uh, Jr. there at Dublin Ford Lincoln 
and uh, and Swainsboro as well. We appreciate those guys being on the show with us here each and every week. Did I forget anybody? Travis's carpet cleaning. And uh, go get you a Brian Sud tomorrow yeah, for lunch. I got one in there cold, on the counter. Cold Cut Supreme is there my choice, go. number 17. I told, uh, I told Travis the other day, I said, Travis, you know, I need you to come – get the carpets clean for me he said man i'm trying to get all the schools done i'm backed up i said don't worry we'll keep them dirty for you (laughs) no rush no rush and uh, we'll say thanks to all of our affiliate stations again uh, thanks for joining us on facebook live our friends there thanks for landon powers here pushing the buttons running the cameras and uh, rob and ben east over there uh waco 100 fm we appreciate you guys in sandersville wolf country 97.5 and our newest affiliate to the group here in Middle Georgia, it is 102.1 FM. It's the game, your number one home for news talk and radio sports. Everything's right there on the uh, 102.1, the game. So we appreciate those guys. For Rob and Ben, got anything else over there, guys? I'm out until I'm next out. week, Jeff. I'm out. Week Check one. It. Week one in the books. Check shame. Mission Check accomplished. It. There you go. We appreciate you guys. Stick around. Uh, we'll be back next week. Check everything out at uh, rbjshow.com. Have a good night. Peace. You're listening to The Rob, Ben, and Joe Show. Download the show today on your Spotify playlist or Apple Music. Hi, I'm Jeff Cameron, President of Citizens Bank of Orange County. When we began looking for a location for our second Dublin banking office, the historic Henry Building looked like the perfect spot because Dublin and Lawrence County is our focus and making banking easier and more convenient for our customers is our goal. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, member FDIC and an equal housing a local full-service community bank offering quality banking services. Citizens Bank of Lawrence County, now open in downtown Dublin. All right, Curtis Edwards here with me with REMAX Realty Team of, uh, should I just say Dublin, Curtis, or should I say Warner Robins or Middle Georgia? Middle Georgia, Joe. Uh, so, Curtis, you guys are doing a lot with real estate, not only in Dublin, but in uh, all of Middle Georgia. Perry, Warner Robins, you got a new office coming up there in uh, Warner Robins as well, right? A lot of people don't realize we're selling a lot of real estate listing and selling properties over in the Warner Robins area. Uh, we have recently purchased an office at 1836 uh, Watson Boulevard right across the street from Chick-fil-A down the road from the medical center. We're excited about the build-out we're fixing to do, uh, getting ready to bring on some uh, experienced realtors in the Houston County area to kind of grow a little bit more in that area, if you will. Yes, sir. Curtis, right now uh, seems to be the time to buy and list. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, you're correct, Joe. I tell you what, it's unprecedented times right now. Interest rates are still low. There is, you know, very little inventory, but, you know, we are able to, we have not lost a customer yet by not being able to find them a that's right. And Curtis, when people want to find out how to get in touch with you or your agents, what's the best way for them to get you uh, on the line? They can just give us a call at 478-353-1234. Uh, that's our office line, or they can call me directly on cell. Uh, I am the broker, so my cell number is 478-278-9179. And they can kind of tell me a little bit about what they're looking for 
what look and feel, and I'll go ahead and hook them up one of our team members to best suit their needs. All right, that's Curtis Edwards with Remax Realty. Is it Dream Team or should it just call it Remax Realty? Uh, we just call it Remax Realty Team, but we do make <laughs> dreams come true, Joe. That's right, Curtis Edwards there, the best in Middle Georgia. We appreciate you, man. Thank you, Joe. Have a good day. Find Curtis Edwards and his Remax Realty Team from Middle Georgia online at Remax.com or at the RBJShow.com. Just look for the Remax balloon. You know, football is a game that's all about trust. And whether you're a East Lawrence Falcon, a West Lawrence Raider, Dublin Fighting Irish, or Trinity Crusader, it's about trust. And trust is banking. And a former state bank serving you, well, it's the same. It's about banking. It's about trust. It's not about the color of your jersey. It's about you. That's why, just like on Friday nights, with the teams in our community, we want to be a team partner to you. So when it comes to trust and your game is on the line, remember, trust is as easy as... show download the show today on your spotify playlist or apple music 